What up? What up? What up? What's going on? We back with another episode of 15 Minutes with Scooter Wilkerson, aka the Lunch Break Podcast. I'm glad y'all back here. We in full effect. What they say back in the day? Need bucks in full effect, and I'ma need one reason just to pull this ratchet out. I told me to go back, and I'ma be goddamn it. I'ma squeeze my burner. Uh, what? That's a classic, man. Anybody listening? Full effect is a classic record, bro. Uh, I mean, a lot of people outside of Philadelphia don't know how classic that. Young Gunner, that Young Gunner album was to us Philadelphia natives, man. Also, that Freeway verse to me was so good. Like, everybody verse on there. Neef Buck, Neef, Neef and Chris verses was crazy, but the way Freeway started that verse, they got me staring at the world through my rear view, knowing you can scream to God, he can help you with your problems. Thug niggas ride when I come through. They can relate to my feelings, helping with their problems. Uh-oh, world, up your problems. This is real. Omi in the court with the 4th, 5th Omi. I would love if Freeway did that song at the Roots Picnic. Boy, I'll go crazy. If he, if he brought out Chris... It could say, Young Gunner, just another victim of the ghetto, nigga. Post and pivot and distribute the work. My pop lost his pivot, got addicted to work. They saying it's a game, as they say it's the same. Got addicted to fame. Snotty little youngin', everybody little youngin'. Uh, I was the youngin' out hugging that pavement for me. He said, they was all out. He said, I wasn't the youngin' out shoveling that pavement for neighbors. I was out there. It was out there. I was hugging the pavement for paper. Oh my God, I wasn't shoveling the paper. He said, I wasn't shoveling the pavement for paper. I was out there hugging the pavement for paper. Uh, never made it to that five on fives. They was playing live. I was trying to stay alive. Woo! He was talking that real. He was talking his life, man. Whenever them rappers get to talking their life, it gets crazy out here. All right, we go to our one news topic of the day. I got to keep all my peoples aware. The World Health Organization just lists monkeypox as a health emergency. It's 16,000 cases all around the um, around 75 countries or whatever and five deaths. So I don't know if this is like a um, SARS health emergency where it's not going to touch us like that or um, swine flu health emergency where it don't get to us. You know, not that many people had the swine flu, or is it a COVID joint where it's gonna hit everybody? I hope the monkeypox don't hit everybody, bro. I can't. I, I can't. I don't like the way that shit look. That monkeypox don't look good. So I'm gonna pray on this, man. But I gotta keep y'all informed. Sixteen thousand k cases and five deaths all around the country on that. If y'all ain't know about the January six hearings, y'all just in a on a um. You guys is in a box right now. But if you ain't watching the news with some of my people don't, the January 6th hearings are going on as we speak. They keep going on. And I tell everybody, man, listen, if Trump had Pablo Escobar type goons, bull, that's the equivalent we would have had with Trump if he had them goons and he was sprinkled. Because what he did was he definitely sprinkled that paper out. He was throwing that paper out like Pablo Escobar out here at Narcos. If y'all not 
familiar with Pablo Escobar, watch Narcos Season 1 and you'll see how notorious that Pablo Escobar was. The only difference between Donald Trump and Pablo Escobar is that Donald Trump did not start for the people. Pablo Escobar was for the people, so people was running through... People was running and doing them things for him. He was blowing up schools, doing all types of craziness because he was, like, basically trying to, like, you know, let the government know y'all was on some bullshit. And that's where we might go if, you know... If y'all man Donald keep going the way he go, because he did drop off that bag. He just didn't drop off the bag fast. Like, he dropped the bag off fast enough. But the thing is, once people get bags, they start looking at a person a little bit different. And that's how Pablo Escobar was like, had people willing to kill, willing to rob, willing to blow up schools, willing to do a lot of stuff that, you know, morally is is is, is ridiculous. Like, blow up, like, well, not even blow up schools. He would blow up a building in downtown, like, blow up a car in the middle of downtown and then to fuck up the whole building or have people blow up judges and kill courthouse people. That way he was above the rapport and repugnance of the government because he had everybody scared what my man in the mighty words of, um hollow man said he had the sully scared the shit scared the piss you know what i'm saying so you know be careful with i ain't gonna tell you who to support and who to rock with but you know historically these things have happened before and they don't get when somebody becomes the a beyond the rapport of jail and beyond a rapport of everything and they start getting people that's passionate and powerful around them or people who love them that are poor like once they ignite that poor people that spark woo, get a little crazy but you know i don't like the government anyway so you know they base they all don't fuck with us so we always opt to them anyway anyways anyways to lighten up the news we're gonna go to um kanye Kanye, Kanye just dropped Yeezy Gap by Balenciaga. So he did a partnership with Balenciaga. Arrives and online in Times Square yesterday, and it was like a mad dash for these clothes. I'm sorry, bro. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I stopped getting Jordan. Like you have to pay me. The last time I got a legit pair of Jordans on release date. Somebody paid me. One of my close, close friends paid me to stand in line to get those Jordans, and I didn't. And I then I had a hook. I had a um. I had a little sneak side door joint because my homie had worked at Sneaker Villa, so he was sneaking me in the side or whatever. And basically, like I snuck in the side, got my little sneaker. I'm sitting inside the store. Everybody sitting outside the store. He made sure I got my sneaks. But shout out to the plug that day, man. He looked out. But the easy gap Balenciaga rise online today. And it's funny how when he first bought out his clothes, y'all thought they was stupid. Y'all hated them. Y'all didn't like the drip. Y'all didn't like the style of it. Y'all thought it was like bum clothes and all that. And he told y'all it was the future. And now y'all love his clothes. Y'all crack me up, boy. Y'all ain't got no minds of y'all own because they the same look y'all hated when he first dropped it. And that's why I say, like, I feel the same way about this podcast, man. Like, I'm only getting a few listens, a few people. But when it pop off and it gets stamped, it's over. Y'all dumb motherfuckers going to be listening to whatever I say. And then I'm going to be worse. Like, Kanye bought out a black sweatshirt. Called that John the perfect black sweatshirt. And charged y'all triple, bro. He called it the perfect black sweatshirt. The perfect black sweatshirt. 
bro. It's a black sweatshirt. It's nothing special about this sweatshirt. Is it going to last for the rest of my life? I have no clue. But I do have a champion black sweatshirt that, you know, it, it, it lasts. I had that joint since 05. But I don't wear it. I still wear it, too. I got it from 05, and it still ain't fade. So is that the perfect black sweatshirt? The world may never know. Continuously buy these Yeezys, though, man. Support Kanye, because the more another black brother gets on, it opens up the door for another black brother. So, you know, I, I don't have no Yeezy stuff. I don't I think Yeezy lost me a long time ago. I want some sneaks, though. I ain't gonna hold you. I want some... I want them... What I wouldn't give for a pair of Red Octobers. That's what I want. I, I want a Red October. All right. And other news. Entertainment news. We're gonna stick to entertainment for right now. Well, for the rest of the pod. For the rest of the show, we're gonna stick to entertainment news. Kid Cudi had stuff thrown at him doing Rolling Loud. I never was a fan of Kid Cudi music. Like, mad people tried to get me to like Kid Cudi. I thought Kid Cudi was like a wave that I just couldn't get down with. The only Kid Cudi song I like, I'm not going to hold you. One song that Kid Cudi made me really like is Day and Night. The Lonely Stoner sings the mine, mine. If you ever heard Kid Cudi Day and Night, it's amazing. I don't even get high. It's like half this music I feel as though like if I got high, I would appreciate it ten times. And that crowd might not have been high. That's why he started throwing stuff at Kid Cudi. Or he didn't do all of the lights hook. Cause if he does that, getting right on and let these niggas know. Yeah. Getting right. That all the lights hook that Kid Cudi was on. All he said, gotta let these niggas know. What? That show was too fire. All of the lights is one of those. Fuck them. Forget them easy gap stuff or whatever. Kanye, give me another. All of the lights of the lights. What? That is a classic. It all put the, That's a perfectly put together song. And it has over like 40 something artists on it, man. Unemployment line. Credit card decline. Then I'm not mentioning I was about to lose my mind, mind, mind. He killed that joke. Oh my God. It's crazy because as artists, they say not to speak things into existence. And all of the lights, if you hear the first verse on all of the lights, is actually what he's going through right now. And he didn't have children at that time. <sighs> Kanye said, um, visitations. We met at Borders. Her, her uncle, he said, her uncle, granny, he said they all hate me. In that order. He was going through a um, breakup on that song on all the lights. And it was hard for him to see his children in it. And he's literally going through the same thing. So sometimes art duplicates life. And that's crazy. It's scary because like I talk about a lot of things in my stand-up. That some of the things I wouldn't want to um, have duplicated in my life. So um, certain things I'm going to cut out my stand-up. I'm going to make sure I talk great things into existence that's what we're gonna do so this podcast is gonna go triple quadruple platinum we're gonna have this it's gonna be as big as any solo podcast for them. i'm gonna keep it going for years and years for y'all but y'all are the first listeners so y'all just know y'all special and y'all in my hearts and make sure y'all send me an email when this john pop off like yo we need merc we need merc because we's the first one to subscribe you know what i mean so it is what it is i 
fuck with y'all. Y'all fuck with me. Just keep listening, man. That's all I can say, man. Keep listening. All right. Travis Scott also returned at Lo- uh, Rolling Loud. Who bought Travis Scott out? I forgot who bought Travis Scott out. Um, it was decent that he got his chance to, um, you know, come out of Rolling Loud. And I don't, I'm one of them people, I don't believe that um, Travis Scott should be held as responsible as Future bought him. Shut up, the future! That's my guy! I knew he would have did something like that. He bought my man Travis Scott out for, uh, hold on, let's see if we get some volume here. Let's see. I wonder what song he did. Oh, I can't listen to it. I got to take it off of Bluetooth. Let me see. Let's see so We can get a little preview of it. Catfish Jack is back. I think, I think um, Travis Scott got a lot of slack, and I think a lot of the people who gave him slack never performed before in front of millions of, like, a lot of people, yo. I performed in probably, like, the biggest crowd I ever performed in front of was probably, like, 2,000 or something like that. It's, like, it was, I think I got 2,000. I think that's the biggest crowd I ever got in my career, 2,000. And you can't see people, yo. Like, people think you can see people and you zone out. And I just tell jokes. I couldn't imagine doing music. If I did music, I know I would zone out. I know I would never see the crowd. I can't even. Here's the hint for y'all. As a comedian, I know some of y'all here because of me as a comic. Some of y'all here just because y'all just fuck with me as a person. I can't hear laughter when I'm on stage. I cannot hear y'all laugh. I cannot unless it's like once a whole crowd laugh, I can't hear y'all no more. So I zone out. So it's like if anything's going on in the room, I'm honestly zoned out. I can hear talking. I can't hear laughter. I got hearing problems. I can't hear it. I'm sorry. Like I, I'm letting y'all know. And I think the same thing with Travis Scott. Like the crowd was trying to get him. Once you get into that mode and you get into that, everything cuts off. It's like it's like a runner's high. Once you get into that mood and you performing, everything cuts off. It's just like, who, like, you know. And he get a lot of slack for that, but I understand. And I know he feels bad for the victims, and he has to go sleep at night. So, at the end of the day, if it not, it get they haunt you in your dreams. Whoever passed away at that concert, Travis Scott had a concert with mad people like collapsing and all that stuff like that. And it was kids, and kid got a trample. It's like a big crazy thing that happened at his concert. But he always been Travis Scott always cactus always been at festivals the super get everybody hype ball and all that shit like that cactus always been like that cactus jack is travis scott shout out to cactus man i hope he gets his career together i hope he um does right by those victims and everybody can keep going like life supposed to be before we get out of here i know we reaching that 15 minute mark baby the Black Panther trailer, Wakanda Forever, just dropped. And we see... It's crazy. Go on YouTube. Check it out. It's a great trailer. It's a great teaser slash trailer. The story is basically going to take place after T'Challa's death. And, you know, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman, the actor that plays T'Challa, passed away recently. So, I need... Um, We're going we to all support that movie. We're going to support Wakanda Forever. They have... A lot of uh, Marvel fans are very happy and pleased to see that this Atlantis, which is an underwater city, is going to be in it. And they also, the um, country of Wakanda is probably going to be fighting Atlantis. It's going to be a war between Atlantis and Wakanda. And Neymar, Neymar, who's a, uh, 
he's like an anti-hero he's a hero sometimes sometimes he's a villain depending on what's going on or whatever and neymar is like the mcu version of aquaman never was a fan of um neymar hopefully he's like i'm just not a fan of nobody who's constructed like my super if my superpowers are constructed to one area of the world do not give me superpowers if they all constructed with the water and i gotta be around water to be strong or i gotta be around a certain element to be strong i'm good bro god you can have these drones back yeah i ain't need them that bad don't give me no power that has something to do with an element that i gotta be near like no let me control the element no matter what don't make me be near it but yeah neymar is in it a lot of people a lot of fans love neymar he's a long time marvel character he's for the fantastic four he's for it he's always been fighting um black panther then also um teaser alert he ends up being friends with t'challa and also coming up with like a treaty between wakanda and atlantis i don't know if it's gonna happen in the movie so i'm not giving up the movie but that's what happens in the comic book they end up having a treaty like learning to live in cohesion with each other and that's what the world's meant to be we all meant to live together and understand each other and respect each other's space principles and morals that's what makes the world great so that black Panther trailer just dropped and went quadruple platinum fast so i can't i'm not hyped up about anything mcu anymore i'm gonna be honest with y'all because i've had too many disappointments so marvel you i'm gonna go see it just because i'm a um victim of having to see marvel things because i invested so much time in it that's why i tell people watch what you invest your time in watch what you do everybody is born with ambition because all you have to do is take the time that you invest in things that don't invest back into you and invest into yourself and invest it in something that's going to bounce back so you know just take that time and invest it into yourself baby what they say um don't be a menace message that's the message for the day before we get out of here, we're going to have our, what's it called, bars of the show. That's what I'm going to start calling this, bars of the show. Bars of the show always ends the show. We always end the show with some bars because me, rap was really instrumental in my life. So I'm always going to end it with some bars. Okay. is This is by Kodak Black. No flocking. Is it you? Damn, my nigga, what the hell got into you? Project Baby. Y'all was skipping in the hallway. I was skipping school. On my P's and Q's. On them jiggers, call me Jigaboo. Bleating concrete. Bet you niggas woke up across the street. Pardon me. I don't talk to you, so don't you talk to me. I ain't dissing on nobody beat. I'm vibing on the beat. Honestly, I'm just trying to be. I just gotta be. Trying to get over on everything. They telling lies to me. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Kodak Black for them classic bars to live by, man. I ain't dissing on nobody beat. I'm vibing on the beat. I appreciate y'all for giving me your 15 minutes during lunch. Make sure y'all enjoy lunch and your day. Or y'all night. Blessings to everybody. I appreciate y'all. Remember, Tupac cares or don't nobody else care. Peace.